Pittsburgh, a city known for its brooding gothic horror. Between these three rivers flow rivers of blood, where they'll put french fries on your sandwich at Pramani Brothers or blood in your vodka at Elysium. This is the Stream of Blood podcast, and you're listening to Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. I'm Jared Logan, the storyteller, and I'm joined by Thomas Middleditch as Miles Vanderbuck, Ross Bryant as Curtis Krieger, and Ashley Birch as Jen Brown. You can watch our game streamed every week at twitch.tv forward slash stream of blood. Drink deeply, my friends, and enjoy. Vamps and vampettes, it's me, Jared Logan. Welcome to Stream of Blood and tonight's uh, episode of Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade 5th edition game. I am your host, storyteller, and impresario, Jared Logan, and I am so happy that you could join us again. Vampires of Pittsburgh, oh, what a long, strange trip it's been. This is chapter 28 of our ongoing Vampire Saga. So much has happened. Our characters were... were pawns of the Camarilla, then they uh, then they got their freedom, now they are leading an army of Anarchs, a small army, uh, to try to take back Pittsburgh from the Camarilla uh, and the forces of darkness. Or are they the forces of darkness? So you often can't tell the difference between heroes and villains in the world of Vampire the Masquerade, and I gotta say, the game works exactly the way they say it does on the tin, because... Uh, in just our last episode, Miles Vanderbuck embraced a dude and created another vampire. Uh, some might say irresponsibly. Um, so uh, that humanity track, oh, it's in all kinds of trouble. We're going to get into that tonight because tonight is going to be a little bit of a downtime episode where our uh, players choose their next mission and deal with some sort of backstory business, that kind of thing. Um, uh, actually, uh, I think that you, you know, you actually texted, uh, me and our secret storyteller Clint this week and said, Hey, can we have, can my character have a little bit of a, a tete-a-tete, a little bit of a secret meeting, uh, during this session? And I, I'm pleased to announce I have cleared it with all the players and that is happening. So I can't wait to see what Jen Brown has planned. Can you give us a hint? No. Well, okay. That's fine. <laughs> we'll see what happens when, <laughs> when the conversation starts happening. Okay. That's okay. You could be a dark secret. I can't <laughs> wait to see. Um, yes, good. Uh, are you guys ready to be dead bodies and play some Vampire the Masquerade? Yes. Then let's do it. Um, okay. Um, so we have a little business to get out of the way before we jump into a scene. Okay. Um, oh. Yes. I'm really excited about all this. Okay. So first of all, I've been telling you guys to uh, give yourselves back a point of willpower each time we start a session. Um, which is, you know, that could be kind of right. I mean, maybe I was kind of house ruling that. But at the beginning of this session, I'm going to use the actual rule I read in the book this week, which is to uh, return a willpower equal to your resolve to your character. Oh, oh that's, that's great. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, I should be that's, spending way more. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, you also get willpower when you kind of work toward your ambition, but uh, nobody really worked toward their ambition last week, which is uh, Jens is break free from the Camarilla. The Camarilla didn't really come in that much. 
Uh, yeah. Curtis has destroyed drug, destroyed Pittsburgh's drug trade now, and Miles is revenge on corporate fat cats. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> you can you can grab some quick willpower by doing those things. Now, here's where it gets really interesting, guys. Um, it's time to talk about the humanity of our characters, which we haven't done a lot of in, on the game in the game. We haven't talked a lot about the humanity, but it's time to really talk about it because everyone has started taking actions that are really endangering their humanity. So here at the beginning of tonight's kind of downtime session, uh, where we take care of our personal plots, we have to talk about our humanity. Um, Curtis, uh, and my, well, let me, let me say that here's are some things that have recently happened that would, that would give you stains on your humanity. Uh, one of our chronicle tenets is don't kill when you feed. Um, both Curtis and Miles have done that recently and gained uh -huh. a stain for that. Blood bonding a mortal, according to the rule book, gives you a stain. Curtis, I don't think you've done three. You haven't made him take like three drinks yet on, on stream yet. But I think it's very clear that that's your intention. And maybe yeah. even that's happened a little bit off camera. So that's an extra stain for Curtis. Ooh. Embracing a mortal, in other words, turning a mortal into a vampire, which Miles Vanderbuck did accidentally last time. Two stains. Ah, oh, yes. What and okay. yeah, go ahead. I'm going ahead, my friend. I'll I'll ask once you've done when you've finished handing out stains. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask what it all means. But um, be, yeah, I'll, I'll continue. Yes, staining. I only have a couple more. Um, this is this is from way back, Jen Brown. But I had to I had to give if I'm handing out scenes, I have to give Jen Brown one. Touchstone damaged. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you got a stain from that. So uh, apologies to our hardcore. Uh, oh yes, I do have that. Oh, you have it. Okay, it's on yeah. there. Good, good, good. Mm -hmm. uh, and don't become one of them is one of our chronicle tenets. Don't become one of them, meaning don't become like kind of a, those Camarilla fucks that try to manipulate and. Uh, hurt people, and I'm giving everybody a stain for that, because I think that even Jen Brown is sort of being manipulative, trying to control, I mean, you know, trying to control her army of anarchs, um, sure. and, and making moves that way, and I think Curtis and Miles have definitely taken uh, actions that kind of make them a little bit like the man in some ways. Yeah. So that equals uh, three stains for Curtis, four stains for Miles, and one stain for Jen Brown. So here's what's going to happen. You guys are going to make... Oh, do you have any questions, Tom? Yes. I yes. want to know what happens when all your stains... When you're beset with stains to max level stain. And I want to know, can you get... Can you gain... Can you get rid of your stains? Is there a humanity bleach, as it were? Yes, there is. And you are the person who has uh, lately been most set up to do that because you've been visiting Amy. So when you kind of visit your touchstone, protect them, do things for them, uh, I can erase stains for you. And so I think I'm going to, because you just undertook an entire mission couple to protect Amy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. A couple of them. Oh, but I'm yes. Gonna, well, let's say one mission, multiple sessions. I see what you mean. Yes, yes. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and take away one of your stains. So you're, you've got three stains. So um, look, you now make a remorse roll. We're going to find out if your vampires are remorseful about what happened or if they've hardened and become more beast-like mm. uh, by their actions. Mm. 
So you roll the number of empty humanity spaces you have after you filled in, you know, from the right side with stains and then the left side going right is humanity. And then there's a couple empty spaces in the middle. For Miles, that'll be, I think, one die. Uh, for Curtis, that'll be one die. And for Jen Brown, I think that'll also be one die for you. Um, I'm sorry. Is it you fill up the empty spaces with stains and then the from, the from right to left and then whatever is remaining is what you roll? That's right. So if you had two empty spaces between your humanity track and your stains, then you'd roll two dice. So mine is full all the way up until humanity until I hit two stains. I don't have any empty spaces. Okay, no problem. You always roll at least one die for your remorse. Okay, so um, everybody's down to one die. And now here's what happens. If you fail, uh, your stains go away, but you lose a humanity. If you succeed, your stains just go away. Okay. Hmm. So you're rolling one die. Are we ready to do this? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, I need to just wait before we roll. I want to know the context for if you are max stain. What yeah. So if you lose your humanity, are you become an unplayable character, or are you just more of a vamp than anyone else? If you lose all, of, like, okay, so right now, if you fail your roll, you're going to lose a dot of humanity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but all your stains will go away. If eventually your humanity got to zero, you become a white, which is a vampire that is completely controlled by its beast. And is a completely feral, like, uh, ravenous monster. Hmm. Huh. Okay. So hopefully we're able to get that to that point with some, one of the characters at some point. Because that <laughs> yeah. feels like an interesting... Um, interesting. But here we go. Yeah. Um, let's, let's make these vampires pay for their sins. Everybody roll your one <laughs> die for remorse and see how you do. Jen Brown, erase your stains. Miles Vanderbuck, take your humanity down. I think it was at six. It's now at five. And Curtis Krieger, you as well, take your humanity down one. Erase all your stains, but your humanity goes down one. Um, And, um, you know, you have my permission, and I encourage you to play your character as not a feral monster yet, but a little less human, a little less um, empathetic. And... uh, you know, in control of his beast, his or her beast. Yeah. Um, Do we get okay. to know where everyone's humanity is at, or is that secret? Yeah, we could. We could. I think we could share that if people are comfortable. I mean, I mean want to, not everybody want wants to. to tell. They don't have to. <laughs> what is your humanity at? What is your humanity at, Ross Bryant, uh, Curtis Creed? Well, uh, I am. Um, I lost one of mine, so I'm now down to five pips. Oh, okay. Humanity. Yeah. Jen Brown, where are you? I have eight. That's right, because Jen Brown wow. is a thin blood. So I'm very human. She's still very human. Um, and Miles, I think, is down to five as well. Um, okay. That was that was, was our humanity. So that so humanity, stains, and remorse have been handled. Um, let me give a very brief recap. Suffice to say uh, that Miles Vanderbuck learned that uh, some uh, cops were kind of snooping around his touchstone, his daughter, Amy Vanderbuck's home, uh, and brought in the Coterie and the Anarchs on this to kind of figure out what was going on uh, through a series of pretty deftly handled investigations. You guys worked together well. You figured out that a band of vampire hunters inside 
the Pittsburgh uh, Police Department or like also the Allegheny County Sheriff's Department, several different law enforcement agencies uh, was hunt. These people were hunting vampires, cops that hunt vampires, and they had formerly been in the employ of the Camarilla through T.J. Cope, a ghoul you killed in season one, a Camarilla ghoul you killed in season one. Um, uh, they were kind of trying to recruit you guys while you were trying to recruit them. They they knew that Miles was involved in the vampire wars. They thought that maybe he was the Edward, a good vampire that had been feeding T.J. Cope information. Uh, but when you kind of went on a hunt with them, things all went uh, tits up when uh, there was a altercation involving uh, automatic firearms between some of the cops, Jen Brown and Curtis Krieger and the Anarchs. And meanwhile, uh, Miles uh, caught the quarry of the vampire hunters during this vampire hunt. He caught the vampire they were hunting, who turned out to be just some sort of mortal blood freak. Uh, but he fed on him, brutal fed on him, and then uh, turned one of the cops into a vampire. Um, so I'm going to give out XP. Ooh. Yes, XP. Man. This is fun. So, um, uh, Miles, you already had two saved up. I had in my in my notes. And then you get four for this last uh, mission. So that gives you six. Curtis, you get four for the last mission. I think that leaves you at four. Okay. And Jen Brown, I'm giving you five. I'm giving you one extra because you went on the urn mission. To find mm. out about the urn. Um, so you get a little extra. Now, can we bring up the XP chart? Does anybody want to buy something right now? Do you know what you were gonna you were looking at or anything like that? Oh hmm. I do you need time to think about it? Depending on what it costs, I might want to buy something real bad. Yeah. Ooh. Here okay. we go. Okay. So um, if anybody wants I know people always go for those disciplines. Those always cost the new level times five. So if you're going for like level three and something, you'd need 15 XP. Oof. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of our stuff is up to two or something now. But if you wanted a new discipline that only costs, you know, the uh, level one times three, you'd only need five XP to buy like a whole new discipline. Um, thoughts, anybody? Or we can handle that hmm. later. Um, how, okay. New, new skill. Uh, Disciplines that that's stuff like um, potence and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Um, what about a thing within a discipline? Oh, you mean an extra kind of power within a discipline? Yes. Um, well, it depends. Is it is it a, a like a level three? Is it a level higher than the the levels you currently have, or is it on the same level? <clears throat> Let me see. For example, daunt and awe. I believe. Uh, no, that's incorrect. Here, let me get my little sheet. Let me see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for example, there's uh, a couple. There are like three animalism level three powers. So um, if you wanted another power within the uh, level that you already have, it wouldn't. I don't think it would cost quite as much. I might just bank mine. That sounds like a good idea, right? Because at some point you're going to need like a bunch to buy like a new power or maybe a new attribute dot or something like that. Attributes are very expensive, new level times five. I'm um, trying to be discreet about it because if I do get it, I want it to be a surprise. But I've, I've text, I've messaged you in the, in the, in the other chat. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, they can call buttons. 
Ashley and Ross can see it. Don't look. Don't Come look, look, guys. Okay, 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 okay. Bring it up. Um, great. Uh, I think that you can get that. Wait, no, no, you maybe can't, uh, Thomas. Thomas uh, wants to wants to secretly do a uh, a power purchase right now, and I oh, don't God. know <laughs> if he can. Um, Clint, I'm going to have you look that up if you don't mind, Secret Storyteller Clint, and let Thomas know if he can afford it. He currently has mm. six XP. Um, let's let's uh, let's move on. We're thinking about all of our. Yeah, our, I think our I'll purchases. bank too. I think I'll bank too. Um, because because uh, with only four four nuggets to spend, only four XP <laughs> nuggets to spend. I don't know. I don't think I've, I can really get much. Because our what's our current level? Uh, you, you know, vampires don't really have levels, but yeah, the the powers do. Or or so whenever it says new level times five, it means uh -huh. like you've got three pips. If you want four pips, that'll be twenty XP. Got because that'd be four times five. So it's it should be more like like current pip number times that thing. exactly okay yeah um okay guys uh just a couple more things and then we're gonna get started uh in, in some scenes basically jen brown um you were pretty hurt last time where is your health sure, at yeah. right now uh i've got one health left okay great well i have good news for you i looked it up and it turns out that thin bloods can heal just like uh, other vampires, oh. they just take they take damage like a human. Okay, okay. Um, so they don't take like half. You know, they don't turn lethal damage into superficial damage and then like uh, uh, half it like a regular vampire. But um, suffice to say, you can make a rouse check to, and if it's successful, I mean, it, you can make rouse checks, mm -hmm. and then it'll make you hungrier uh, if you fail. But each time you make a rouse check, you can heal a level of damage. Okay. Um, so going into tonight's kind of downtime session, do you want to do that? Well, or do you want to just kind of slowly get better? And if some action crops up, you might be standing there with one health level. I just rolled one. I, I got it back without getting hungrier, but okay, great. I think it's, I think it's kind of interesting for me to still be injured. Maybe I think yeah, it is narratively. Too. I do too. So Jen Brown, you get one health level back, but you're still kind of limping around. What, I mean, I think you got riddled with gunfire, didn't you? Yeah. Okay, so we're back at Brownsville Hospital, the haven of the vampires, mm -hmm. uh, kind of a, a dilapidated old state hospital. It's got, you know, the big kind of almost like clock towery kind of edifice, huge wings that go off like big dark shadows on either side when you come into the main courtyard. And Jen Brown is currently limping around the hospital, uh, with, she still has bandages around her, maybe that have been applied. Unlike a, uh, a regular vampire, she she heals a little bit more like a person. Um, I have one other thing to say, which is that I told you last time we did a downtime chapter that there would be a rebellion score. Oh yeah, that's right. Her actions draw the attention of other people in the city, right? They yeah. draw the attention. So when you do something that draws attention, that's like score killing goes a up. bunch of cops, mm -hmm. like killing a bunch of cops or maybe making some of them disappear. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, I told you it was at seven. No, I told you it was at seven last time. I told you when it gets to nine, something bad happens. I'm putting it nine. Something oh, okay. is happening in the city. Someone has noticed you. I'm not going to tell you what or who or what to keep an eye out for. 
but uh, it goes back to zero, but you've activated something by killing cool. a bunch of cops and making one disappear. And that brings me to... Okay. Great. This cop that you brought with you. Um, let's set a scene where everybody's drove back to the Haven that night. You're like all like, you know, jumping, you know, they're Dutch and Smokey are jumping off of their bikes. In the car, you've got this cop. Remember the guy with the mustache and he had the belt with all the clips on it and stuff? Yeah. He took him hostage. He's in handcuffs. What are you doing with him? And where is everybody? Miles, do you come back slowly? Because these guys all drove back in a car together. How do you get back to the Haven? I guess I, I hoof it. Okay, so Miles, I'm going to let you arrive whenever you'd like, but probably a little bit after the scene's kind of going here, okay? So no I might even cue you. So um, uh, Curtis and uh, Jen, what are you doing with this guy? Um, I'm going to have... He's very conscious. He's sitting in the back of the car watching all of you. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm really hurt. Right. So I'm still pretty hurt. Yeah. So I, I think this might be Curtis's call. Yeah. I'm, I think, uh, I mean, if, so Curtis is thinking if we take this guy back to the hospital, um, then we either need to blindfold him so he doesn't know where he's going, uh, or make sure that when he gets there, he either doesn't leave or when he leaves, he's fully in our power. Um, so first off, um, it, and it's just us, just the two of us and him in the car. Um, I think that, uh, cross would probably be in the car with you. Cross was the guy, I believe that handcuffed him in the end. Uh, and of course, Dutch and Smokey are on their bikes. So Great. cross is with you as well. I tell, I tell, uh, cross to, uh, um, like bag him or at least, Put something over his eyes. Um, okay. Um, Cross uh, gets the trunk open. and You know, he's got all kinds of gear with him and stuff. And he uh, empties out like a bag that would contain like survival supplies or whatever. And he puts it over the guy's head and pulls the little zip cord uh, mm -hmm. so that it's tight on the guy's head. Okay. All right. So there's that. Um, so, yeah. Um, then then, I, then I, I go back take a circuitous route back to the, back to the hospital. Okay, great. Um, you arrive at the hospital. Um, the anar other anarchs come running out. You, you have, I'm going to say maybe like an hour before dawn now. Okay. So you have to decide quickly, you know, where to put your friend, Jen Brown, who's like in the back of the car, like just bleeding everywhere. Uh, she looks like uh, paler than she normally does. I mean, uh, is there, is there anything, I mean, as a, as a former soldier, I wonder if there's some sort of like, like medicine or like, like first aid that I could offer, even though medicine is not one of my skills. <laughs> um, that's, I think that's reasonable enough. I mean, like you've seen action, you've probably seen people get wounded. So what I'm going to allow you to roll is, um, this is a great question. Um, composure, because it's about keeping a cool head. And leadership. And if you um, can get the, the more successes you get, the more organized Curtis is in handling all of this. Uh, 
All right. And that's that's where, where I'm going to put it because I can I'm going to I'm going to introduce complications if he or I'm able to if he doesn't get very many successes. You said it's an hour until dawn. I think so. Yeah. Can Miles make it back on foot in time? Um, I think so. I think Miles okay. is resourceful. Um, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend uh, some of that. I'm gonna spend a willpower maybe. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. All right, two successes. Okay. Um, uh, it's a bit of a cluster, but you keep it. You keep it kind of organized enough, Curtis. You 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 achieve uh, you know getting people into uh, a secure location with your mm-hmm. prisoner. Uh, you get uh, Jen into a comfortable place where she can be kind of watched and cared for. And uh, now you're get, getting rid of another car. Uh, and everybody is saying, where is Miles? Uh, and nobody knows where Miles is. Uh, yeah, he yeah, he just bounced. So uh, Miles, I think, yeah, you know what? I think we should uh, find out where Miles is. Miles, uh, where are you? I don't know. I guess trying to take the bus. <laughs> if it's cross town and I'm looking at the sun peeking up over the over the horizon, I'm There's uh, so much blood. Um, oh yeah, I'm covered in it. Yeah, probably. Um, but again, you're in a city. I know it's Pittsburgh, but you still might be able to. You know, that's the weird thing about when I lived in New York. Every once in a while, someone covered in blood would walk by you, and you go, "Wow, oh, I hope someone deals with that." I have to make a train. So, well, I mean, if it's looking like I can't make it back to the Haven in time, I should look for another place, like a, an abandoned real estate house. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, why don't we uh, give you a survival plus a wits roll? And if you get a lot of successes, uh, I'm going to put you, make you very advantageously uh, ensconced. But if you only get a few, you'll just barely make it somewhere. I got one. Okay. Um, I think that Miles is currently in a park with like uh, like sh- uh, sheets of plywood on top of him from like a construction site near the park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and that is uh, where everybody is. I'm a bitch. In my- yeah. Miles fully assumes you left him, which you kind of did. Which you kind of did. Oh, you're like, oh, where'd he go? I don't know. Anyway, let's go back to the hideout. So, you know, there's also this thing that I do as a storyteller sometimes, where I'm just kind of like, and then you're you're gone. You left, and everybody's like, wait, I want to. I did it. Yeah, yeah. So you can blame me for that a little bit as well. But at least our friend Miles Vanderbuck isn't uh, didn't get zero successes and isn't currently burning up in the sun right now. What I will say is that as Miles like gets that stuff over him and maybe like an old tarp or something, he he can just feel like the heat of the day. And then by the way, it's like just the barely dawn, like the sun is just barely coming up. But to him, it feels like there's an oven right outside that little tarp. And it's kind of like the brightness is sort of coming in under the crack and it's like blinding to him. Um, especially a, uh, one less pip of humanity. Um, okay. Uh, the sun comes up, it hits noon in the sky, and then it goes down again. Everybody, um, uh, rises from the grave and may make a rouse roll for me. 
Jen, you may make several if you'd like to heal yourself a little more. I failed. So you get hungrier, uh, at a point of hunger, but you are awake. And then if you want to heal as well, that'll be more rouse rolls. Um, I'll, I'll maybe try. I'll try. Well, I did. The, I did it before we started, and I got one health back, which is enough for me to like communicate with people, right? I'm guessing I'm in a bad way, but I can still I can speak and I can like interact. That's right. With people, right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm. At, we'll, we'll say I'm at two health. Okay, you're at two health. Um, you guys have all made your rouse rolls to awaken. You've seen if you've gotten hungrier. Uh, did Curtis get hungrier? No. And did Miles get hungrier? Yes. Okay, so people's mm-hmm. hunger is going up a little bit. And the second Jen Brown that you awaken, suddenly, like Kenya and Bob, and like uh, one of the uh, redneck brothers is like beside your bed. And uh, Bob is like, Are we going to have communion tonight? People are getting like, you know, pretty hungry. Yeah. We'll have communion. Um, All right, who's going to tell Mary? Have her come here. Mary is already walking into the room. Jen Brown, <laughs> where have you been? What happened, child? A mission went poorly. I can see that. Where's Curtis? Where's Miles? It appears some of your flock have gotten lost in the wood. Curtis, where are you? Um, I'm, uh, I mean, I would like to think that I, I would not be there. I think I'd be there. Um, okay. Okay, you're I'd walking say, in. Yeah, great. Um, Kurt, he's right here. Um, and yeah, Miles, Miles hasn't shown up yet. We can, uh, Mary, will you be, begin preparing communion? I need to speak to Curtis. Very well. And as she's walking out, she goes, have we worked toward redeeming another soul with this mission that we went on? Unfortunately, it didn't go that way. She walks out. I, uh, I, so after the hand, I'm like, there is a way it could go that way. What do you mean? I mean, we got a hostage right now, and I'm not quite sure what we do with him. You're saying turn him. I don't know about you, but my hope wasn't our whole purpose in going out there to try to convince these cops that we were the ones that they could trust so that they could start to run errands for us. Well, they're all gone now, except for this guy. So... If Mary's looking for someone to redeem, we've got a mortal chained to a radiator upstairs. Are Bob and Kenya still here? Um, yeah, and one of the redneck boys. And he's like, why, why are y'all going on any kind of mission? Look at her. She's all shot to hell. She looks like a goddamn kind. She, you, aren't, you can't even handle yourself out there. You're leaving us back here and getting her all shot up? This is bullshit. Could you all give us a few minutes, please? Um, They leave, but you can tell, like, on all three of their faces, there is a look of skepticism. Mm-hmm. 
Are we in a place right. where we can close the door? Absolutely. Okay. Curtis, will you close the door, please? I do so. Um, this is the conversation I wanted to have. Oh, really? <laughs> have to well, excuse we're having it now. I was going to save it for the end, but we can have it now. Um, how should we do this? This well, is all news to me. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Tommy, just go mute and we'll send you a message when we're ready to have you uh, no longer when you can hear us again. Is that okay? You want me to take my headphones off? <laughs> just for a little bit. And then... Um, oh. <laughs> Storytelling. Wow. <laughs> done. I can't wait, Ashley. I can't I'm wait. RPing. I'm RPing, Thomas. Oh, boy. I can't <laughs> I'm RPing. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah, shut the door and um Yeah, well, okay, we're alone now. I guess you gotta excuse them. Everybody's a little uh angry. Curtis. I've been thinking about what we were doing. We're acting like them. The Camarilla. They all have wants, needs, insane desires. We promise them freedom, but they're also foot soldiers in a war. And I think there are ways with some of them to get into their good favor by letting them do the things that they seem to want to do in ways that are advantageous to us. The rednecks want to make chaos. Let's find a place that chaos needs to happen and send them. Kenya wants to research. Let's find things that need to be researched and have her do it. But there's one person whose freedom, I'm afraid, is going to get us all killed. Mary? Miles. What? <laughs> Look, I admit he's, um, playing. It can be very aggressive and unpredictable, but who in this group isn't? We've made this whole situation... In the Camarilla, we were always being manipulated. Everybody's always being manipulated. If anything, here we've simplified things. Now we're not fighting for anyone else. Everybody's fighting for survival in their own way. The difference is, Miles doesn't give a shit. Everyone else here, they want to defeat the Camarilla. They believe in the cause, even if their beliefs are insane to some of the other people in the group. He's the only one that doesn't care. Look, I, I'm in this position because they wanted to kill Miles. The only people that I cared about in this whole fucking thing were you and him. I thought it was the prince, Curtis. I thought it was the prince that was making him act the way he was acting. It's not the prince, it's him. We wouldn't have been out there last night, not like that. We don't even know if our night of hell did anything. We have no news on the Camarilla, no ghouls, nothing. We spent an entire night 
trying to get his daughter secured. And now I'm laying up in a bed and I've lost the respect and the trust that I barely had of the people in this group. If they know about her, then the Camarilla knows about her too. And that means they can always use her to get to him. I admit that. So what do you want to do? You want to, you want to take him out? No, I don't. But it can't keep going like this. And he doesn't listen to me. He listens to you. All right. I'll talk to him. I want to say one thing, Curtis. Um, and I apologize for interrupting you guys. That was uh, uh, troubling. Uh, <laughs> Curtis, you are having a lot of trouble, like, listening to her talk, uh, you know, like, um, and there are after effects of that weird frenzy you had just, you know, last night. Um, you, um, your mm-hmm. eyes, Jim Brown, you notice that his eyes are glowing yellow a little more and, um, he is acting a little bit more feral, like when he's talking to you. So you're having a little trouble with this, this conversation. Um, but still go ahead, say, say, you know, make the decision you'd like to say, okay, bye. Sorry. <laughs> uh, if he's, he's unpredictable. Yeah. I admit that the rednecks are unpredictable. Cross is unpredictable. But I have to have people that I can trust. Right now, that's just you. I can trust you, right, Curtis? Yeah. You can trust me as far as you're concerned. You're one of the only people here I can trust. I don't want... But if you're saying that you can trust these other people... Cross roads, all of them, just because you know how to manipulate them, give them what they want when they want. Just makes me wonder what you're giving me. Nothing. I'm Curtis. (laughs) I've got nobody else. In my whole fucking life, I got nobody else. Sabrina's a ghoul now. She's with them. After all this happened, I've only had you and Miles. That's all I've focused on. That's all I've cared about. And now we're here. You don't have to tell me. I barely had anybody before this. What, you think? I saw your car. I saw your apartment. You want to know why you haven't been to my fucking apartment? Because there fucking isn't one, okay? I didn't have anybody out there. You're the closest thing I've had to a family in years. So don't think it's going to be easy for me to fuck with you or to fuck with him. I know. Whatever this is, a life or not, he's saved it. All right? I know. I'm not saying... Look, okay, here's what it I'll is. Talk then. To no, I'll talk. wait, Curtis, this is what it is. We've got this group of people. We got a choice. As far as I'm concerned, it's you and it's me and it's him. But when push comes to shove, that might mean us 
versus the fucking Anarchs and the Camarilla. We don't win that fight. So what do we do? You tell me what we do. Because I don't want to lose either of you, but I feel like I'm losing him. And honestly, yesterday, in that tree, I was afraid I was losing you too. I don't Sometimes. know what to do. I don't, I don't know anymore. Mary is suddenly standing behind uh, both uh, of you. Uh, <laughs> it is time to hold communion. Okay. It is time. Great. She walks out. That was a hell of a conversation. It sounds like it ended with Curtis agreeing to talk to Miles. Is that what we decided on? Okay, I think that um, I think Jen Brown, you should gain a willpower, and Curtis, you should uh, lose one after that conversation. And I think that um, I want to check. Really? Yeah, I think that. Curtis's uh, very small family that he has managed to cobble together is fragmenting. I think that would make you uh, take a little willpower damage. And so that's <laughs> what I think happens. Jen Brown, on the other hand, you are managing your company, uh, making the hard decisions. I think you would gain one. Um, we can tell Mr. Middleditch that uh, Miles can return to the stream. <laughs> oh, sorry. There he is. Hi, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Tommy. Hello. Hey, buddy. Hey, did you think? I think Miles can make it back the next night, or the you know it, tonight, the night that we're on. Um, but do you want to arrive uh, during? Uh, did, does he hurry or does he take his time? Um. Well, he certainly doesn't want to spend another night under a. <laughs> Some pl a plywood plank in a park. I, that seems wise. So he hurries. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, communion. Uh, you're gathered in the operating theater. Uh, Mary holds the urn aloft in front of the other vamps. And she says, bring forward your offerings. No blood comes forward. There are no bags of blood this time. No one has any. No one has procured any. They all oh, stand and wait. Bob. Bob. Um, <laughs> do you really? In no. the middle of Mary's <laughs> no, no, no. Bob. No, no, no. Uh, this is when I think my eyes cut over to Jen and I'm like. <sighs> hmm? um, no one has been working on this. No one oh, has. I should have. Um... Oh no, all his blood is gone. Well, I should have uh, brought that serial killer, but what, what I was going to do, like, oh, don't worry, we got somebody, we got somebody, but, uh, uh, we do have somebody. Yeah. So there's, so I know that. And I'm like, okay, well, do we go hungry tonight? I look Are at there no offerings? <laughs> there's an offering. And I hear that, and I immediately go off to where this guy is uh, handcuffed up. <laughs> she said, yeah, yeah. Offering, not offering. What are they talking about? Like, yeah, they, there is a lot of whispering. Like, what are they talking about? 
Um, I, can I lead him back into this room? Um, you can. You can I'm going to try to surreptitiously look away, basically. This is not the way I wanted this to go. I'm going to basically try to like act like I'm being pious and just be like, fuck, in my own little corner. <laughs> um, Miles, um, you uh, walk in during all of this, but you can kind of stand apart and watch what's about to happen. Feel free to intervene or do whatever your character would do at any point. But um, they bring in a uh, this cop. Uh, that you tangled with the night before. He's all tied up securely. Um, 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 and uh, he's got a gag in his mouth. And you sit him down in front of everybody. And Mary says, is this the offering? This is what we have. The Anarchs uh, are all looking at him. And they're like licking their lips, um, except for Kenya, who, you, who immediately figures out what's about to happen and is like and walks out of the room. Right. Um, somebody doesn't like to kill. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, what are you waiting for? And you see Bob on the front row going, do it, do it. <laughs> I, is Dylan here? Um, Dylan, um, actually, uh, you know what, Miles? Uh, you kind of are standing in the back, and you kind of look into the corridor behind you, and you see Dylan, and she's kind of like she's in like a the uniform of <laughs> the place where she got the job, and she's kind of like looking into the room to kind of figure out what's going on, and I'd she like looks to- troubled. I'd like to slyly walk over to her and just sort of say, this one's not for you, sweetheart, and sort of turn her away and send her down the hallway. Okay. Be careful. Um, and she walks away. Too late. <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk over to Curtis if I can. Um, we don't have to kill him, right? You could just bleed him a little. We don't have to kill him, do we? Smokey goes, come on, we gotta eat! (sighs) We've got a lot of mouths to feed. I mean, I could try to make this a controlled thing and get a lot, but not enough to take him out. (laughs) Let's give it a shot. (laughs) Shall we? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, yeah. Before we do, says Mary, I would like for Jen Brown to tell us why this man is not worthy of redemption. Oh, oh. there's a way to do both, right? He is worthy of redemption, Mary. But I have a sea of people in front of me that need to eat. And some people that didn't fulfill their duty to feed them, myself included. So what would you have me do? Mary uh, starts to kind of twist and huge horns like tear forward from her head and you see her eyes becoming goat-like again and she's like and she throws the urn toward the ground what the fuck 
Hello, I'm comedian Game Master Jared Logan, and I'm letting you know that you can geek out about your favorite tabletop role-playing games with me and my buddies on Stereo. No, Stereo isn't a boombox. It's a free app available in the App Store where you can listen to live broadcasts by your favorite comedians, creators, and commentators, and also interact with them by sending them your thoughts and questions in real time. It's kind of like an audio version of Twitch. And now our gaming show, The Stream of Blood, is offering you, Johnny Q Gamer, a new way to interact with us. Join us Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific for a live show on the Stereo app. Download the free Stereo app and select Stream of Blood so you can connect with us whenever we go live. Go to www.stereo.com forward slash Stream of Blood to get started. Stereo users can listen and seek out topics and conversations that interest them. Sports, comedy, politics, or maybe what is the difference between a mummy and a mummy lord in Dungeons and Dragons? That's a conversation that would interest me. If you're an Android or Apple user, you can download Stereo for free. Create a profile and then you can submit audio messages to our show and make your voice heard. On the Stream of Blood, we'll be discussing game mastering tips and ideas for the ultimate tabletop campaign. Leave a message for us and let us know how you do it at your table. Listen on Stereo to Stream of Blood Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Find us at www.stereo.com forward slash stream of blood. What's going to happen? Huh? Is anybody acting? Yeah, I'll yeah. try to jump in and stop it from breaking. Yeah. Give me, give me a dexterity plus athletics roll. You need two successes. All right. It's pretty okay for yours truly. Let's see. Oh, a critical success. Eight successes. Whoa. That's amazing. Okay. Curtis Krieger definitely like slides under the urn and grabs it. And Mary like half in like go farm is like blasphemers. And it was like, blasphemers. no. And then I'm just like, no, he can. We've been meditating. We've been meditating. We, we have. <laughs> Report like he could be redeemed, he could be redeemed, and I will redeem him. The fucking <laughs> things are out, and it's like, I will do it. Um, and uh, and can I set the urn? I set the urn down, I pull the guy's pull the guy, I cut with my K bar knife, I cut along his arm and begin draining him into the urn. The Anarchs are going nuts. They're like howling. They're whooping. They're like, ah, 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 like uh, panting and clawing at their seats. Um, and then uh, as this is happening, I, I, what else can I do? I, I cut <laughs> my own wrist and I just pull the gag out of his mouth and like pull his hair back. And I'm just like, um, you know, like, didn't you hear it's communion and just like, <laughs> put, and put my wrist in his mouth. So he's draining out of one wrist and draining out of the other. Okay. Because um, that's, that's what redemption is, right? It's a, yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Is right. Turning him. Right. I think so. Curtis, uh, this is a survival it, tactic. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, Mary, let's see how Mary does. Let's see how she reacts to this. Okay. Um, she doesn't frenzy. 
she uh, controls her transformation and watches you do this. Um, he, is, the guy, is like fully dead. Curtis, make three Rouse rolls. Oh boy! And just take one hunger, regardless. If people are going to be making vamps all the time, I've got to start. <laughs> I, just, I, I, what else? Okay. No, I right. thought that that was very unexpected and a lot of fun, but it's going to have consequences, <laughs> okay. of course. I failed one rouse roll and I gained one hunger or two hunger. You said take take one automatically and then give me your three rouse rolls. I, I did, and I failed one of the three. Okay, so you get two more hunger okay. um, from basically embracing this guy. Oh, and put two stains on your sheet. <sighs> let's go ahead and let's go ahead and lose all the humanity as quickly as we can. The oh. guy is like laying there dead. The anarchs are reaching for the urn. They want it. They're like howling for it. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, you okay, notice yeah. something about them, by the way. The um, in fact, uh, Curtis, Miles, and Jen, you can all make a roll, and the roll I want you to make is a. Uh, wits plus occult roll. Uh oh. Oh boy. Are we going to factor in our hunger to this? You will. Failed. One success. Okay. Let me see it. One success. They've changed, is all I can tell you. You know, they Cha- weren't, they, they've changed the anarchs. That's all you can say, like in the presence of the urn or in general? For one success, that's all I can say. Something Was is different the- about them. But it's also that there's something different about Curtis, Jen Brown. Uh, Miles, you've been away a little bit. You haven't been drinking as much. So I don't think that, that it, it, you know, you are quite as enthralled to all of this as the rest of them. But there's something different. And, and Curtis, you are aware of it. Total failure, Jen Brown. You're still not quite aware of it. You're just like, wow, vampires get crazy when they get hungry. Okay. Uh, I, I'm I'm just get, I've been getting free range blood. Okay, cool. Earn stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, getting this, get, getting the suck. And <laughs> I'm just watching the urn, just like, oh, something is different because I want it so bad. <laughs> I'm so hungry now. Uh, the urn goes around. Uh, uh, everybody drinks from it. No, um, but Mary does not. She just sits and watches all of you. I don't drink um, from it. Yeah. I, in fact, that Miles, you didn't make any kind of entrance. So if you, if I'm just saying, yeah, you're standing back. Um, they drink from it ravenously, but they do, they do share, they do pass it as they always have. Um, and they all are like, oh, <sighs> Including uh, Curtis. Um, so, uh, do I take some of my that recently gotten hunger down? Um, uh, you take it down to zero, my friend. You take it oh down to gosh. zero. Why? What if it's a free embrace? You, what a miracle! Um, <laughs> in fact, the free, dead man, eh? yeah, the dead man, <laughs> the dead man sitting on stage with you suddenly goes, oh, 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 oh. And he has fangs underneath his thick black mustache. And his pop belly. <laughs> He's who's the who plays the Witcher? Uh, H- Henry Cavill. Cavill? 
Henry Cavill in Mission Impossible or something? Does he oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Big yeah. He has that theory, where he like cocks his biceps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. This guy, this guy, to, to to just tweak that a little bit, he's a little shorter and a little bit rounder than good old Henry Cavill. But that's the exact mustache for absolute sure. Um, so, uh, <sighs> what did you do? What did you do to me? <laughs> Can I use? Ah! Um, it's not a good scene, and you see, you hear Mary kind of talk out over all of you, and she goes, "You have angels inside you, and you behave like beasts." And she disappears into the shadows. No, oh, great. Nobody's oh. upset, Mary. <laughs> Here she goes um, again. Thought I was doing the good thing, did the bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a way, you did save it, right? I mean, like, you, uh, you had a crowd of hungry people and you gave them what they wanted. Yeah, and wanted uh, loyalty, right? the uh, other Anarchs actually are now gathering around you and uh, you, Curtis, and you, Jen Brown. Sorry, I think there are fireworks going off in my neighborhood, if anybody can hear that. Um, they are gathering around you and uh, they're kind of like, it's not patting on the back. It's it, it's not, it's not uh, sensual in nature, but it's just sort of like, awe and worship almost like they're like holding you and like grabbing you by the shoulders and like looking you in the eyes like yes brother yes brother yes uh and it's become very intense in the room um what do you do next and anybody can answer miles as well um we talked miles's presence you can now if he'll allow it. If if he doesn't want to allow it, we can do some sort of stealth roll. I'm not I'm not stealthing. I'm just hanging out of the back. Okay. Um. So yeah, I I uh, think I'm just like yes. Am I feeling this too? If I'm if I'm like whatever this reverie is, like I think that's I think that it's up to you. You know, um, as a player, you let me know. <laughs> yes, yes, brother. Yes. No, no, leave us, leave us. Uh, and they start to filter out. You know? I'm going to take the cop uh, who is freaking out, I'm assuming. Um, he is kind of like sitting there like. <laughs> Can I try to calm him? And then I'm going to escort him out of the room and try to find Mary. Yeah, you can. Um, I think that if you want to calm him, it's going to be tough. So I want to roll for it. Mm -hmm. And the roll I'd like would be um, your composure uh, plus a persuasion. Okay. Or Is my hung you'd rather it be streetwise, I would allow that. Uh, persuasion's better. Am I now? Is my hunger now also gone? Your hunger's zero. Yeah, the urn provides zero, you know, takes you down to zero hunger. I get three successes then. Oh, very good. Okay, so um, he stops struggling. He stops, like, screaming. Uh, and he will allow you to lead him somewhere. Um, okay. You want to keep him bound for now, or are you going to let him loose? I'm going to keep him bound for now, but I'm going to like put my arms around his shoulders, sort of like as I'm, you know, I'm your friend kind of thing. And then I'm going to find Mary. 
Um, she's not hard to find. She's back in her featureless room where she doesn't even have furniture sitting on the floor uh, cross-legged. Mary? Jen Brown. <laughs> May I approach? Do as they will. I'm going to come and sit him down next to me, and I'm going to sit in front of her. What's your name? And I'm going to say that to huh? Chad. <laughs> That's his name. I love it. That's great. Uh, <laughs> Chad, Chad the Vamp. <laughs> Chad Mikowski. Chad King. Oh, yes, King. Yes, King. Uh, the King. <laughs> Chad, I'm Jen, and this is Mary. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're demons, and you have damned me to hell. And then he goes and spits blood on Mary's face. And Mary sits there with blood dripping down her face. <laughs> <laughs> Vamps, baby. Vamps, Why baby. have you brought this man to me? This kindred to me, Gent Brown. Because I clearly don't know how to redeem people and I need your help. He needs guidance. Redemption is a decision that they make. You lead them there, but you do not force them to drink. Literally, you do not force them to drink. You want so, to redeem him? Her hands turn into cloths. She reaches over to his, bomb, his bonds, and she starts ripping them open. Okay. Run from here. Be who you are. Do as you like. He starts backing away. He's waiting for Jen Brown to do something. I'm gonna let him. He books out of the uh, out of the room. Huh. Can. I yeah, you can take an action, Miles. Is it possible that I, wherever I am, because what I'd like to be is in my room, suiting up again, mm -hmm. not staying for long. Is it possible I see him running into the night out the window? Um, I don't see why not. I'd like to follow him, sir. And if I see Miles slip away, then I would like to follow Miles. <laughs> but I'm doing it stealthily. Okay. So um, let's see if uh, Miles is stealthier than Curtis. Oh, it is a full PvP session <laughs> here on Vampires of Pittsburgh. Um, I said, you know, Miles, you may roll your. Uh, I think it's composure plus stealth. All right. And Curtis, you may wear. Uh, you may roll your wits plus awareness. I have a question, Jared. You may ask your question. If a human wants to be turned, do we still get stains? Uh, according to the rule book, 
Yes, you do. Okay. I actually gave out a little extra badness there, extra rouse rolls, because uh, I actually could have given extra stains there, because you're forcing people. But, uh, eh. um, okay, how did those rolls <laughs> go? I only got one success. I got three successes. Curtis, you may follow Miles uh, as you will. Okay. Okay, so um, this guy heads out and he looks up at at where he's at uh, and he's like looking confused. Um, Let's see how aware he is right now. Okay, um, not super aware. So he doesn't know that Miles is behind him and that Curtis is behind Miles. Um, you can see that he's looking at all of your cars and trying to make a decision. Do you want to continue to con- quietly watch him, or do you want to intervene? Um, what I just want to tail him as best I can. So if he starts to get into a car, I want to look for a way that I can also get motorized transportation. He's kind of feeling at the uh, the doors to see if any are unlocked or have keys in them, but it, it seems like he quickly decides that's not happening. And so now he's literally running out onto the highway and moving along the highway back toward town. So is miles. (laughs) And they're in the shadows. (laughs) (laughs) Tinker Taylor, soldier, spy. He's covered in blood. He's He's got bonds around his wrists that are kind of like now torn and shredded by Mary's claws. And soon he kind of comes into a commercial area, like, uh, and you know the bright lights of cars are like shining on him, and he's like going, <laughs> and he's kind of stumbling along in like another car, like, <laughs> and when he gets into a commercial area, you see that there are a lot of people around. Uh, you know, I mean, there's just like uh, basically he's walked into one of those plazas that has like a Wendy's, a Taco Bell, a Target, you know, like uh, one of those big kind of shopping center plazas. Uh, And it's night, but uh, businesses still have people at them, people walking in and out of them. And he's walking through the parking lot. Um, And uh, is it a quiet place? Like, are there (sighs) any other people? I would not describe it as quiet. I would describe it as medium populated, meaning that, People aren't really paying attention to each other and they're not close to each other, but they're everywhere you look, there are people. There are people sitting in the Wendy's. There are people coming out of the Target. You know, there are people driving along the rows of the parking lot. So it's not like he's like in a tight restaurant with a bunch of people who can all talk to each other, but um, there are people everywhere you look. And if there's a spot, well, I guess it doesn't have to be now. I'm looking for a spot where I could potentially have a, conversation with him without anyone noticing but if that's not the spot now i'll happily tail him for a little while longer i think that if you come up on him now and get him to stop and take notice of you then you can have that conversation with him do you want to do you want to intervene do you want to stop him now can, can i get a did i never i didn't i never knew this oh yeah i uh, you guys know his name but i don't i don't know he, i don't know that his name's chad chad no Okay. Um, mm, I just sort of, I, I'd like to come out of the shadows and sort of okay. stop him and say, looks like you could use a hand. 
You. This is your fault. I stay the fuck away from me. I can help you. Listen, lower your damn voice. <laughs> um, relax. Miles, he's like challenging you like a vampire would. All I would like to lion tame her, lion tame, lion posture <laughs> up against him using my. I know I don't know if you can use potence or presence against other vamps. You absolutely can. Um, okay. If it's yeah. awe or daunt or just base presence, I would like to also like <laughs> Yeah, you absolutely I'm gonna al- alpha this guy. Okay, so what I'd like you to do is roll your uh charisma or or your resolve. It's your choice, plus your intimidation, and then add your presence pips as well. Uh, and he is going to see how he does. He is probably. Oh, by by the way, looking at him, he seems quite pink. But he is acting like a vampire, and you do see his fangs. Okay. How'd you do? Oh, I rolled so many dice, but I only got I got four successes. Well, that's really good, actually. I mean, that's enough. Um, and so. Miles, tell me what you do, uh, and I'll, I'll let you know how he responds. But oh, it's well, success. if he's just going, ah, ah, I just do that, but way more intense. Like, ah, my eyes roll back, ah, things are even more intense. And I sort of grab him by the shirt collars and do it right in his face, right into his mouth even. And in fact, <laughs> if I may add one thing. Yeah, you're on top of him in like a split second. And when you grab him by the scruff and you push him back, you push him into a parked car and um, instantly all the windows in the car, like you, the force hits with like such a weird pressure that all the windows in the car, like spider crack. Like, yeah, it's like. (sighs) Now, you're going to listen to me and I'm going to help you, okay? I'm going to help you. You just got to take me to. Colton. Boutel. Yeah. Because he can help you too. I'm going to help the both of you. You don't understand, man. No, 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 no. You're right. Colton will know what to do. Yes, he will. Uh, Okay. We need... We need a car. We need... Where are we? <laughs> We're in Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Where are we? Uh, do you want to give him the location of pretty? Yeah, you're in Pittsburgh. You're in a suburb of Pittsburgh. You're in Brownsville. But do you want to tell him exactly where he's at? Or oh, I don't know where Colton is. I can assume he could be where I left him, or maybe his vampire brain went back to his house. I, he because he wasn't given the speech on how to be a vampire. He's just Colton. He's in the wind, as it were. He's in the wind. So I'm trying to convince this dude to be like, where would he be? I lost, we lost track of him and you need to help me find him because then I'm going to help you. Basically. He actually understands you and he's 100% on board. Your role worked and you're, you're actually suggesting a course of action to him that makes sense. The uh-huh. issue is like, he doesn't know where he's at or how to get you. To, he's going to take you to Colton's apartment is what he tells you. That, that's great. That's great. Um, 
can I teach? <laughs> can you teach a man how to get pink? Um, he is pink. Oh, great. He's pink. Like he's acting like a vampire, but he's pink. Then I just I get hmm. I get pink myself and I get a cab and I just sort of like say to him really intensely, just calm yourself down. We'll get through this, okay? And I'd like to get have us both get in the cab and just tell him just say to say to this guy, like, tell him where to go. Um, he gives him an address inside of Pittsburgh. Curtis Krieger. Yeah. Are you watching? <laughs> yeah. Um, so if I notice you guys getting in a taxi, I I mean uh, I can't retcon and say Chaos. I didn't follow you on foot. Um Chaos. And we're in a we're in a zone where there are taxis. Well, I think that it's it's reasonable enough to for Miles to uh flip open his phone, use a taxi app. And okay. call one. I mean, that's yeah. what I assumed was happening. Also, it is a busy shopping center. It's even possible that a taxi would be there or a city bus or something. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna rule that it's a taxi app. Miles used a taxi app. Okay, so it's like a, a so you see him and the guy waiting there for a moment, and very quickly, within two minutes, a taxi pulls up. Okay. Um they're getting in and they're riding away. I, hmm. I, uh, fuck it. I'm, I'm bestial. <laughs> yeah. As the taxi pulls up, I dash up and grab onto the bumper. It's the full, like, it's the full, like, uh, wild animal, like, suddenly comes out of the tree line is like, okay. So there's That's no way you son. don't. Yeah, you, there's no way you don't notice this, Miles. Um, yeah. So it's a brightly lit plaza. People are stopping as they walk out of the Target and noticing this guy has just grabbed onto the bumper with incredible force. Now, Curtis, you don't have potence powers, but you do have claws. Yes, I do. Your claws have like lashed into uh, this, and I'm. I want. If it's okay, I'm going to ask you to make a rouse roll as well. Seems um, like the thing to do to sprout your claws and you've kind of done it almost, you know, instinctually like trying to catch your prey before it gets away. Uh, yes. And Miles, you and Chad I look back. around and I see Curtis in the, in the, through the rear window, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Curtis. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, okay, well, this to uh, me feeds into Miles', Miles's van, uh, Miles's narrative of you guys are. And this is feeding into my narrative of like <laughs> I'm just making everything more dangerous for everyone. What the hell is going on? Honk, honk. The cabbie is honking his horn. He I say, I say, drive, drive. Um, he's like, hey, hold on, let me handle this. He puts his head out of the window and goes, motherfucker, let go of my fucking car right fucking now. And Curtis, I want you to make uh, a willpower roll to resist. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> let me take a sip of my moonshine Curtis um, so I'm rolling my remaining willpower considering the situation yeah, you're, how, what is your remaining willpower two Curtis roll one die this situation is exactly what you and Jen were fighting about you're having weird effects from something mm-hmm. Right. Uh, roll one die failure <laughs> Curtis frenzies. Curtis, you've already been uh, taking on bestial traits. I said mostly your eyes going yellow. Curtis, now you like 
you wolf out like in a way that people on the street are screaming. People walking out of this target are screaming because your face has become like like a beast like and you um you attack the cabbie. Make it yeah. attack. Yes. <laughs> so he's like, get off my cab, motherfucker, and it's like God. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh so I'm making an attack roll. Uh, yeah, I want I want an attack roll. Uh, could that be uh, like Dex grapple or? That sounds right. Okay, I'm still in zero hunger. Four successes. Curtis um, jumps up onto the cab, crawls along it like a cat, takes his clawed hand, smashes it into the cabbie's head that's hanging out of the window, and pulls off most of the cabbie's face. Um, the cabbie's like now like uh, exposed skull, and eye, there's an eyeball trailing Curtis's claws. Gore is spraying out of the cabbie's face, uh, and he sort of slumps the church to go into shock. What's everybody going to do this turn? Uh, Miles, what are you going to do this turn? <laughs> uh, okay. There's, it's pandemonium in this parking lot, I imagine, right? That's correct. Okay. And, we're, and we're walking distance from our hospital? That's even? correct. I'd say about 10 minutes walking. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'd like to, I don't, I don't, oh, I still like Curtis. I think what I'd like to do is I, I, I get out of the cab, scoot along the fucking hood of the, or around back, grab Curtis. <laughs> By yeah. the fucking, by the fucking, sh- by the lapels, and yeah. say, "Um, calm down and get in the fucking car." And then basically sh- shove him into the passenger's like shotgun seat as much as I can do this at, as within this turn. Yank the dead body out of the fucking cabbie and drive away. Well, that's what I want to do. Yes. Okay. So that's thank you for outlining all of your actions. We're gonna let you start with one. Okay, you're going to get out of the cab and be screaming at Curtis, calm down, get in the cab, calm down, get in the cab. I can tell you that Chad King is, it looks like he's trying to reach up to where the cabbie is. That's all I can tell you. Um, So I want a uh, roll for Miles to, you know, the the movement is free and you make a roll to try to calm Curtis down. Curtis, you're in full frenzy. What do you do as a frenzying vampire? Cool. So is that on me or is there like a specific way that affects I'm I'm so I'm frenzy. I'm not myself. I'm full beast man. Um, yes, you're in full beast man. So I just ripped off a man's so I'm just gang, 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 ripped off half of a guy's head. And um uh yeah, uh so that happens. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to come to terms with, but now you need to choose your next awful thing you're going to do. I right. can, I, I, I think, can make, I can decide if you. If well, I've got, I've, okay. So I, I swing over to the other side of the car, to the to the passenger side, and uh, I I <clears throat> cause and frenzying out. I like this move. So you just from the inside, you just see, you just see the two claws like <clears throat> on either side of the window, and then Curtis's head all gnarled out and and like just like knotted with veins and fur comes like headbutting <clears throat> through the window, and it's just like. 
upside down, upside down and smiling in the uh, in the. uh... Great. Okay, so Miles, let's have your role to calm him down. And that's going to be a uh, composure plus, I'm going to say you can use leadership or persuasion. I would like to use persuasion. And if, if I may, I'd like to use awe to add my presence rating to their persuade to my persuasion or performance check. I'll allow that. Curtis, I'm just going to have you make your attack on the car and I'm going to have you do that with a strength plus a brawl roll. But if miles gets more successes than you do, then he's going to make you pause. Is that fair? That's fair. It, it was it was it was a persuasion plus what? Um, I said composure. Okay, great. And Verfilm. Ooh, I like that. Four successes. Uh, you beat me. Okay, so Miles Curtis is on top of the car. People are screaming and running. Like you already see, like red and blue lights, like on the other side of the parking lot. And you're like Curtis. Like, tell me what you'd say to him. I try to, well, I guess this, I'm not using the presence in a super aggressive manner. I'm just using it in kind of like a sort of like a little tilt of ma- <laughs> vamp magic. Right. He, sees, he sees his good friend, Miles. Yeah, I see. Buddy, calm down. You got, you got five fucking seconds to get mm-hmm. the cab. Hmm. And this works on me then because of that? I said that you were pausing. Let's, let's just see what Chad did. What Chad is doing is he's he's climbing up into the driver's seat and pushing the driver to the side. There's blood everywhere inside the cab, but he's kind of climbing over the seat and trying to get into the driver's seat. Um, uh, I think that it can work if you'd like, Curtis. So what do you do? Or it can it not work if you don't want it to. But regardless, I had him make you pause with that moment. All right. Uh, I... Uh... I get into the, I just like, <laughs> like slither through the the window and I'm in the, uh, yeah. I'm in, in the, uh, <laughs> I'm in the passenger seat of the, of the, of the car. See, this is what happens when you leave your dog at home. You go, <laughs> oh, I think going along the highway right now. Roof, roof, roof. Ruby is oh, running there? after you. Uh, yeah. Ruby is maybe, well, she's somewhere far away. She's like out along the highway. Not in traffic. Okay. <laughs> She'll, be right. She'll be all right. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Uh, I wouldn't hurt a dog without the, without a, uh, her master there to defend her. Uh, if Miles, everyone's in and that cab driver's out, I hop in and pedal to the metal on out of there. Miles, Curtis, Chad King, and the dead body of a um, cabbie drive off. And as you are careening through the streets, uh, the cabbie had the radio on. And there's a news story coming out over the, uh, the station. It's like, police are still looking into the whereabouts of four missing uh, Pittsburgh area law enforcement uh, personnel. And like, so it's all over the news that these guys are missing. Uh, but you're on your way to a rendezvous with one of them. I'm going to leave that party for a moment all right all right all right right. okay okay yeah which gives miles gives miles time to decide what he's going to say to curtis to make all of this make sense um meanwhile jen brown i'm getting fireworks yeah well happy vampire episode 28 everybody (laughs) um so so jen brown 
this was supposed to be a downtime episode. It sure was. Uh, where we kind of work on some of the things we've been working on. I'm going to leave it up to you. You you know, I like to go with the flow. If you wanted to kind of make some moves, you know, that kind of are catty cornered all this stuff that's going on, absolutely, you're allowed. Or if you would like to work on some of your plots and projects, you may do that as well. Well, I... I feel like I need to, obviously, I don't know any of this is happening. So um, I feel like I would address the blood situation, which I believe blood committee was Bob and Kenya, was it not? And Miles. And Miles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but I think actually I put Kenya on research. Huh. You did. So Bob was left to do it on his own. And last time you were back at the Haven talking to everybody, he kept begging you guys to like go look into Derek uh, at uh, you know UPMC, like look into the blood banks, um, and you were like, "No, find it." Well, he didn't. So you can reprimand him for it. You can. I mean, it's up to you. How do you react? What are you going to do about the situation? I'm going to try to just talk to Bob. <laughs> Um, you find him and he's kind of uh, in his room where he has like set up like um, 20 like uh, extension cords to go out to the generator you're all using so he can like watch a little like old TV and he's like <laughs> flipping through like the regular cable channels and uh, he's watching he's watching Impractical Jokers on True TV. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yes, that's exactly what he's watching. Love these guys. <laughs> I'm gonna. I want my mommy. <laughs> See in the intro. I'm gonna knock on the door frame. Hi, Bob. Hi. I'm gonna walk walk in and take a seat across from him. Okay, I guess I can watch this one when they rerun it later. And he clicks off the TV. Can I help you? So what happened? I told you. I I'm told not. You. I'm not here to yell at you. I get you were doing it by yourself. I want to know what happened. You couldn't find anything. What happened? What did you try to do? Why didn't it work? I've been setting traps for animals, but I didn't catch anything, and I don't know how to trap animals. Okay. I was data entry before this. Okay. So maybe I'm not the best uh, blood hunter. Okay. I told you my idea. We need to get, we need to get the pipeline from the hospital working again. But you wouldn't so listen. How do? How would we do that, Bob? Without the exact same thing that happened to Erasmus and all of you guys happen again. Okay. I get it. I'm failing the movement. Bob, I don't... Look. Maybe I get, you all would be better off without Bob, huh? You're putting words in my mouth, Bob. I know I gave you a task, a very important task. You're doing it on your own. It's not fair. I'm not saying your idea is bad. I just don't know how to make it work. 
where it doesn't end up in the exact same way that it happened before. If you have a diff, if you have an idea of how to prevent that, I'm open to hearing it. Well, maybe they wouldn't expect us to do the same thing again because it's so stupid. <laughs> I don't really want to bank on that. Look, data entry. What does that mean? What did you do? What was your job like? Oh, um, I was in charge of uh, different spreadsheets that kind of kept track of, well, logistical zones of improvement where we were trying to implement growth uh, in various cross-sector, um, you know, uh, areas of development. So, okay, Ashley has a question. I'm wondering if there's some way that I can use Bob's data entry skill. Like if, if Jen was able to get into like the computer systems of a hospital, could he change where things are supposed to go? Is there like a thing where like, Oh, okay. Do you, you know what I mean? Do you want to ask him that? Sure. Yeah, probably. And make it. I mean, it depends on what software they're using, you know, because okay. I'm proficient in, you know, Microsoft products. But if they're running some sort of Linux system, <laughs> that's not going to work for me. Could you learn a Linux system? I mean, I could try. <laughs> the close-up of Bob. Um, Dylan uh, knocks on the door. I want you to, I'm going to set up a back channel for you, okay? And we're going to find out what kind of system they use. And if it's Linux, I'd like for you to learn it. Does that sound fair? Fine, sure. Okay, yes. I can help you. All right. Okay. Thank you, Jen. Thanks, Bob. I'm going to turn around and walk toward... Hey, what Dylan. was happening earlier? When we were feeding, what was that? An excellent question, Bob. And then I'm gonna walk toward Dylan. Um, she's like, I um, I don't know what's happening, but um, I think I'm ready to approach that woman, the ghoul. Okay. Like, you want to set up a meet? Right. Yeah. We do. So how should I approach? Like, what should I say to her? How friendly are you with her right now? We're friends. I mean, for real, I think. Okay. Would it be weird to ask her to go to a bar, something like that? No. Meet up. How old is she? I mean, older than me. By how much? My boss. I don't know, like six years, seven. So if, um, I don't know, if you invited her to some sort of get together off the grid camping trip type of thing, drinking in the woods, would she conceivably go? I don't know. Like, they kind of keep her there. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why i thought of her 
right. he sort of belongs to them. But she'd probably go to a bar. You want me to just invite her to a bar without telling her what it's about? Do I know if there are any bars that would be safe for all of us to meet at that aren't in Camarilla territory? That da, 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 you know what I mean? Um, you can make a intelligence plus politics role. Not that any of this is going to matter once, once this other plotline resolves. It's uh, interesting. Will it or will it not? I'm I'm allowing you to follow the thread if you'd like, but you can also actually the player could go. I don't have time right now, Dylan, and go do something else. It's completely fine. Um, um, well, I mean, I don't, do I, I guess, do I know that, um, <laughs> that Curtis and, and, and Miles are even gone? Because no. Miles stealthed away and then Curtis just followed you him. So, yeah. I know that they are gone. Is, okay. Is Jed Brown still James Brown? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very funny, though, <laughs> if we had just never, yeah, no, I changed back. Okay. Um, yeah, then I think I went right to Bob. And I haven't thought to look for Curtis or Miles yet, I think. So I think I would just be continuing on this thread. So I, I uh, what was the role? I'm sorry. If you give me an intelligence plus politics role, uh, I'll allow you to find a perfect neutral territory and set up the meet in an advantageous way for you. But I just wanted a couple of details about how you, you're recruiting a mole in an enemy organization. You're doing spy stuff. Mm -hmm. So you need to tell, yeah, I needed a little bit of information on how you wanted to do it, but, um, I, we can also allow you to roll so that, you know, your character doesn't bungle into like some mistake, right? Well, I mean, my I, thought was that Dylan would set up a meet and then we would kind of interface about how we would approach like that. Uh, she wouldn't meet her alone. It would be at night, I assume. Right. So, yeah, that's great. I mean, Dylan can just kind of ask her to come out to a bar and you guys can kind of show up there as well. And yeah. To decompress after work. Yeah, and if you give me this intelligence plus politics role, you'll make sure that it's in neutral territory, that um, it's a place where you guys can have some time and be kind of in control of the situation, the exits, all of that stuff. Uh, three successes. Great. So you give her thorough instructions uh, to invite her uh, to uh, this bar called the Bumblebee. Uh, it's, uh, you know, black and yellow are, are the Pittsburgh colors. And so... There's this bar called the Bumblebee, and um, it's uh, it's it's a little bit uh, on the north side of town, um, and it's outside of any kind of known territories of Camarilla people. It's not like you know down in the the South Side Boys turf or anything like that. So mm -hmm. she's gonna go off and do that. Jen Brown, uh, completely ignorant of what's happening with your companions. Is there anything else you'd like to work on or do? Um, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I could try to bungle my way, way into finding out what's maybe, maybe once I'm done with Dylan, I've talked to Bob. Um, mm. Maybe I'm moving out into the, into the hospital. And I notice that I assume people are like milling around and stuff. And maybe I notice that I don't see Curtis or miles. Um, I think that that's very reasonable. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to, maybe I'll go up to someone and ask them like, have you seen Curtis or miles recently? Um, for the Kenya. closest person to me, Kenya. Maybe. Yeah, it's Kenya. And she says, uh, I think I saw Curtis running out of here 20, 30 minutes ago. Thanks. And then I'm going to walk into a nearby room and, and try to call him. 
Meanwhile, um, a cab is uh, hurtling down the highway uh, with uh, Chad King, newly created vampire. Uh, he's taking you to Colton Botel's yeah. apartment, but he looks I, at you, Miles, and he goes, are we still going to the same place? I, You know what? Jared, I wasn't planning on this, but I want a private conversation with Ross now. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Birch. We'll wave at you when it's time to come back. Oh, God, a war over <laughs> innocent little Curtis's soul. Innocent. Yeah, um, I say, I say, um, I say to Chad, I say, um, I'm not sure. Just sit tight there for a second, and if you're hungry, better uh, you better eat up while you still while it's still fresh. Um, he's literally taking his hand and taking. <sighs> Because the guy's not dead. The guy's not dead. The guy's like in shock, like dying on the side. Oh, he's like he's like yeah, and he's like in between uh, Curtis and him. This body of this like cabbie who's like in shock, and uh, Chad can't help himself. He's like taking big like uh, while he drives. Oh, Chad's driving. Chad's driving. Okay, and it's me and Eden runs. You're it's the me. only one in the back seat. Uh, the oh. body of the cabbie is up front, kind of laying there. And Curtis said he got into the passenger seat. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, well, would that have made sense if he just if he shoved the body over there and he crawled into the front? Oh, uh, here I'm rolling a die, and um, uh, tell me, is it over six or under? That die? Mm-hmm. That's under six. That's wrong. So it's where I. <laughs> everybody is where I said they are. Okay. Um, Okay. <laughs> I mean, do you really want to get into seating? Well, I mean, it's just as okay. I'm going to have this conversation. <laughs> that puts me in a cool position of power. All right. Um, okay. Well, it doesn't it matter. Work. I don't care. Make it work. I say, I say. Oh, and, and bear in mind, bear in mind that, that I've, that because I've frenzied, I'm, I'm just refreshing my own memory here that my, my sort of like wolfed out thing, I'm that way for the rest of the night. Okay, I'll work with this. You know what right. I do? I grab the fucking plexiglass and rip it out, take out my little sword, or if this is just a, maybe an Uber or something, I don't know. Uh, uh, may I rip it out? <laughs> no, you rip out plexiglass. I like that. Yeah, and hold this and grab Curtis from behind and just hold him still with my sword up against his fucking throat. I say, listen to me, goddammit. Why the hell are you here? Now my intelligence is down, right? So I'm just like, but it's like, why are you here? Why weren't you with us last night? Because I was, because I was being used as bait in these fucking cops' scheme. I had to fight my way out, and I didn't see you guys waiting for me at the end. And I grabbed the guy's, the dead cabbie driver's wrist, and shove it in Curtis's mouth forcing him to eat and say, calm the fuck down. Um, I want him to like slurp and get calm, baby. Slurp and get calm. But at zero hunger, Curtis, it's up to you what you do with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not hungry. I'm just like, Arg. I'm just like. I, I throw it away then. Weirdo. Blood, there's blood there. No, no, no. I was just taking his, tasting his skin. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Salty. Mm. Uh, 
right. Yeah. This yeah. Poor body has been uh, fed on a bit right. by, um, by the vampires okay. in the car. Okay, if there's nothing there, okay, that's fine. I got. I we were ambushed last night. night. They were shooting us from the trees, man. We had something to do with you. Do you think I had something to do with that? Buddy, Curtis, it's me. It's Miles. I'm, I'm trying to get to the bottom of this just as much as you are. But now I'm wondering, why the hell you're here? I'm starting to wonder why the hell you're here. We're trying to get these people on our side. We have to do things other than just protect your daughter. What'd you fucking say? I, uh, I said, you heard me. We're in this together. <laughs> We're family. <laughs> what do you want out of this, man? Out of this whole thing? Out of you being some goddamn vampire? What do you want out of it? What I want out of it? I didn't ask for this. I want to stay alive. I want you to I. stay alive. Curtis, neither did I, but here we are. And if I'm not going to do something with it, then it's a goddamn waste. You know, you ask the goddamn Camarillo to do what? Take orders from someone else? From Jen Brown? From goddamn Mary? Who are you, man? I thought you were one of one of us. I thought you were a free thinker. And here you are growling at me and telling me to calm down and where the hell am I? I'm doing what I do, baby. You're bringing the world down on us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And I put my, like, the sword against his throat and draw a little blood. Or congealed goo. <laughs> Well, no, a little blood would come out. Um, just a little bit. I just put it there. I say, I, I'm not bringing the world. And I'm not. I'm not. You know. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you cut my throat. Just uh, a little bit. Just. A little. Chad says, "Gotta kind of make a decision about where we're going." I I know, I know, but I can't. I can't decide if I can trust this guy because whenever I want to do something, it's Curtis or it's Jen. Breathing down my neck like they don't goddamn trust me. So I'm trying to figure out what the hell these two are up to. Because here I was just tailing you. And this guy comes out of nowhere. I'm trying to fix things. What are you trying to fix? Tell me what you're trying to do. Why is this cop? I'm I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to fix the same thing you did. Or did you not... Were you not there when you cut this man's throat and filled him with your own blood? You act all high and mighty like you guys are doing the right thing, but you're just the same as me. Don't you get it? Jen Brown's pulling your strings. Mary's pulling your strings. Doing this to keep the trust of the group. The group needs to feed. Why are you doing this running off on your own? I don't have to answer you, Curtis. That's the thing you don't get. You're not my boss. I don't have to answer to you or Jen or Mary or anybody. Quicker you realize that, the better. You don't. You don't. But there are things that you can do that are going to come back on us. If you go out in public and chop someone up with a sword, then the cops of the whole city are going to know we exist and come after you. Kind of like ripping off a taxi driver's face in the middle of a fucking mall parking lot. I'm sorry, I wasn't in control of myself. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what's called. That's why you're a vampire, Curtis. Don't you get it? Chad stops the car. 
he looks at the two of you and he looks at Curtis and he goes, you got to decide. Are you one of the good vampires or one of the bad ones? You Are you, you know with what? me and the Edward? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Curtis. Oh, okay. This is what Curtis wanted the whole time was to tell these people that they were, that was it. Like, of course we're with the Edward. Don't you get it, man? And then it's, it's like the full gnarly dragon face. It's like, we're the good guys. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I want to roll insight on that. What was that twist? Uh, I got to roll insight. You can roll it. I mean, you don't. You, I think I'm trying to convince him. Yeah. You're trying to um, convince. Yeah, but. Go ahead. Roll. Yeah, you, go ahead. I, you guys consistently thwart me. <laughs> and so now you're saying, now you're backing me up on the Edward. Wits plus insight right now. I want to know. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I want to know. Great. Wits plus insight. Okay, I'm, the, my chances of getting this are actually very low, but I would like to know. If I just want to try and see if Curtis is using me. If he's uh, trying to manipulate Chad, if he's trying to, if he's being earnest or something, I don't know. Maybe that's not even a right thing. I think that that's fair. I think that yeah. what will happen, Miles, uh, is that uh, you're going to roll right now. And Curtis, if he wants to, can roll subterfuge uh, or he can just accept you, your role. But basically, he has to tell you what his real intention is. I only rolled one, so it's probably up to you. Yeah, uh, subterfuge, just subterfuge. No, you, you know, don't. I, I don't have that. I, I just don't. Want to I don't have something fishy. That's I don't have, you have even less right now because you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, I have none of that. I think great. I mean, <laughs> this may be like a players getting on the same page sort of thing, but I'm like, I <laughs> like. I don't know. Here's, here's Ross, the player, walking through these steps. We found out that there was a cop who was working with TJ Cope, who yeah. was who, so that those cops believed that they were being fed information by a good vampire. They weren't. They were being fed information by a Camarilla stooge, TJ Cope. Ergo, the Camarilla was using TJ to manipulate the cops to do their work the day shift. We, so from Curtis's mind, piecing that together is like, great, let's become that to those people so that we can have some day walkers out there doing stuff for us. And that was precisely the reason why we went out there to do all this stuff. And when it went all to hell, it was like, Oh no. So yes, I very much sincerely want to be working with this guy. And if there's a way that this guy is maybe a more reliable source for the, if there anybody left in the, in the police station that could be worked with. Sure. And Curtis tells you all that basically with like some kind of like a, I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> so, well, well, then, well, then, okay. You know your reasoning, uh, right? It's good to know the player's reasoning. So, um, so it sounds like he's on the level. Then, then we might not be on such opposing sides. But the question is, are you and Jen and the rest of the Anarchs going to stop babysitting me? When everybody on that in that fucking hospital is guilty of every single thing I've done, we've all including done, including you, Curtis. We've all done things. You don't know all the things I've done. Exactly. It's not a question of ends. It's a question what? of means. We gotta be ruthless, but we gotta be smart. 
<laughs> but you don't you you don't see me grabbing the back of your of, of a car you're in trying to stop you. You don't see me you don't see me uh, dressing you down in the middle of a fucking vampire council. If I ever put you, you in danger, if I ever put you in danger, did I ever smash an urn in front of a whole group of people who would have passed on us? Twenty minutes ago. If I ever put us in Twenty minutes ago. All right, guys, make a wits plus awareness roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, have, I, I'm, Curtis is like, I've never put you in danger, God damn it! Make a wits plus awareness yeah, roll. Yeah. Constantly put me in danger. Jen Brown in the van. When I'm meeting the Edwards. When I am the Edwards. One success. Three successes. Um, Curtis, you you guys noticed that uh, Chad King has left the vehicle quietly and is now running, uh, you know, toward, um, uh, you know, uh, an apartment building nearby. Say, congrat- uh, congratulations, Cur- Curtis. You fixed another situation that I just was about to fuck up. And then I get out of the car and run after the guy. Cool. Great. Um, you, um, you see him like... Uh, you know, wait, uh, and uh, someone comes out of the apartment building, and he grabs the door before it shuts again, and he's going in. And are you guys are you guys running up to him? Yeah, I, I am. Okay, I he's like, I call him. he starts to stop Curtis and looks at Miles and he goes, "He's cool." I turn, I turn to Curtis and say, "Are you cool?" I've put my hood. I've I've got a hooded sweatshirt. I put my hood up. <laughs> <laughs> um flashback to me buying a hooded sweatshirt. I I yeah, you know, I put it on I'm just like as ice. Um he you go to the elevator, he taps floor three, you go up to the top, to the third floor, he goes down a hallway, and, and you come to a depressing uh third floor apartment, uh three three R, uh, and he knocks on the door and is like, Colton. Colton, it's King. He tries the handle, and the door comes open. There's a smell from the apartment. Not decaying flesh. Something burnt. Um, You guys enter the apartment of Colton Boutel. Mm-hmm. You get into the small, depressing cop living room, guy that lives alone, probably divorced or something. Yeah, those people suck. <laughs> yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> people who are divorced, they don't deserve to live. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> just joking, just joking, guys. Of course, well, just walls. It's just the best for most people that go through it. Okay. Uh, but this guy, uh, you know, yeah, well, let me put it this way. It looks like he didn't land on his feet from whatever happened to him in his past. Okay. And uh, he didn't land on his feet from being turned into a vampire either, because in the chair in the living room is a burnt husk of a person completely charred all through his clothes and arms, kind of cracked open and uh, just emanating the smell of burnt flesh. And uh, one uh, on the opposite wall, beside the television, there's a big window, and it looks like the curtains and everything have been kind of torn down. 
I know exactly what happened. Yeah, me too. Um, Chad King looks at you and goes, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess I don't know what happened. I, I, cause I'm like, wait a minute. What? Some people, I turn to Chad. We've been given a gift. Some people just can't handle that kind of power. I should let you know, and I want you to listen to me, that from this tape forward, if you want to live, you live at night, only at night. The day, the sun, you'll end up like that. Chad walks to the window. It's still full night, but he puts his hand against the window, and you see it kind of dawn on him that maybe his friend did this to himself. That's what you've told him. And you can see that maybe somewhere Chad is contemplating it himself. I walk up to him. Jared, in the world, is there, because I made this guy a vampire. Is there like a, in the way that like Blood Bond puts a sort of like war point, is there any sort of like emotional, like, do I feel that this guy, am I connected to this guy because I made him? You're connected, but you're not strongly connected yet. The initial sip might give you, I, I, I almost wouldn't even let you have extra dice, right, to interact with him. Basically, your blood managed to revive him from death, but you don't really have an empa- a really strong empathic link yet. But maybe, okay. what, are you, what are you trying to do? All right, I just walk over to him and I'm like, um, I see what you're thinking. That it might be too much to bear. It wasn't for him. I understand that. I understand it for you because I didn't give you a choice. And so it's your choice. With what you're going to do right now. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that this is easy. But you can survive. And don't worry, buddy. If you want, and I take up my little sword, we can end it for you right now. Fuck it. I'm a vampire now. That is where we cue the credits. Uh, wow, what an insane session. Uh, I wanted it to be a downtime session, but we went with what was happening, and that was not a downtime session. Um, I don't want to, uh, I think, I think Curtis and Miles have had their scenes. Mm-hmm. I want to know, uh, Jen Brown, it was a little, it was a little uneven tonight. Although I would, I would argue that actions that you took caused all of this. <laughs> so, uh, I, I is there any what? last thing that Jen Brown's doing before we close down for the evening, before we close, uh, our, our book for the evening? I mean, I said I called Curtis. Uh, I'm oh, guessing yeah. he didn't pick up though. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, so, looks well, like he I was, was a little busy. No, it's okay. <laughs> I was busy. Uh, I maybe at, the, at that moment, I'd be like, zzz, zzz. "Ooh, awkward." <laughs> <laughs> We're screaming at each other in like beast yeah, yeah, form, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, flecks of blood uh, everywhere. Um, well, I, right. I think I would just be trying desperately to contact Curtis, and that's that's about all I would be doing. Okay, well then we'll leave it there. We'll leave it with the phone buzzing in the pocket as the three. Uh, a vamps stand in the apartment with the burnt husk of a man. Can I ask a question? You certainly can. Between this moment and the end of the session, is there a night or two that passes? 
I think there can be. Um, uh, if people want to play for a little bit longer, I'm I don't need to play to for you down. I don't need to play for any longer. If you'll let me do this, that's fine. If not, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, is everybody else okay with it? If what is one Miles thing going to do? That will happen. Sure. 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 Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> kind of scared, but okay. <laughs> at, at one point, at one point, Jen Brown gets into her little office or little little residential suite. She sees a little note that says strike two. And that's where we're going to end tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Keep up with our schedule and find out about all the cool things we have planned by following us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore stream of blood underscore. We're on Reddit at r forward slash stream of blood and join the stream of blood Facebook group. This podcast is produced by Andrew Struther, Brian Baldinger, and Clinton Trucks. I've been your storyteller, Jared Logan. And now today's Pittsburgh fact. From 1891 until 1911, Pittsburgh was officially spelled without its H. The elder vampire Dracula rose from torpor and terrorized London from June until November of 1897. What's up, SOBs? Podcast producer Andrew here reminding you that you can catch Jared and the Stream of Blood crew live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Stereo app. Check out the link in the show notes or on any of our social media channels. You can download the Stereo app from the App Store or Google Play Store and follow us on there at Stream of Blood. We're so excited to be partnering with them to bring our fans and community even more awesome content. And with the Stereo app, you can even leave messages for us that we can listen to and play back on the stream. It's a great way to get involved and support the show. So hit the link in the show notes and we'll chat with you there soon.